Ian. How do you like that new jazzy intro? It is a jazzy intro. I kind of like it. Good, it's good. It's different. I'm uh, looking for new uh, intro music for us. We've been using uh, Free by White something or other for... Couple hundred episodes now. Ooh. Looking to change it up. Unfortunately, that means you're gonna have to actually say the opening dialogue part. I am? Yes, so go ahead. I don't remember the opening dialogue part. Erotic Awakening, every Thursday, Dan and Dawn. If you're over 18, stop listening. No, if you're under 18, stop or listening. Or prohibited by now. law. Or prohibited by law. Let's see, from whatever, whatever to simply fun kink. How's that? Good enough for me. <laughs> We'll have to print it out and do it over. <laughs> so, uh, good morning. Good morning. I see that... Oh, I know what I wanted to tell you. What? I have a new uh, girlfriend. <gasps> you do? Well, kind of a mistress. Really? Her name is Canada. <laughs> Today on the podcast, we will talk about our triumphant return from the nation of Canada and all the cool stuff that we learned there. And uh, we are also going to go over, uh, here's something interesting. We're going to go through the list of 100 fetishes. This will be part five of the 100 litish, fetish shows. Did you know the uh, first time that we started on this list? No. July 15th of last year. Oh, my God. So this is the one-year anniversary <laughs> of trying to get through the 100 fetish show. So we still haven't made it. And, um, of course, we have the charming addition of the puppy. So she's in rare form this morning. So we'll see what happens. I was but... on a uh, work call last night, and she kept grabbing the, the stuffed monkey she has and squeezing its <laughs> nose, which makes a squeaky noise. So awesome, um, awesome. So like you said, just got back from tease. Oh my god. We will try not to turn this into a tease episode because we've just got so many great things to say about that event. Had a wonderful time. Wait, well, we did indeed, and we have a lot of shout outs about that. We also have a question of the day about keeping our toys clean. We do. And that came from Pammy, I believe. But to start the show off today, let's go ahead and knock out one of those things on the list of one hundred fetishes. Don't know where this list came from. We have knocked out the C's. The D's and a variety of random other letters. Uh, the next one on my list would be, Dawn, does it turn you on when I put the earplugs in your ears? Is that all it says? Earplugs? Earplugs. No, not so much. I use earplugs to keep from... Well, okay, no. I got two. I got two here. Because earplugs are like for when we sleep at camp. Yes, absolutely. But we have used them during a scene, and it is sensory deprivation, and it's pretty fucking hot. So uh, if you're out there playing and you play in the public play arena, mm -hmm. I would absolutely recommend that you try slapping some earplugs in to the bottom on occasion to see what that's like for you, because it does just change your perception. As uh, many people know, we have five senses. Some people suggest six senses, mm -hmm. but... Um, by knocking out one of those senses, and we all we all think, oh, blindfold—that's pretty kinky. Well, add it, ear earplugs as well. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm down with earplugs. Especially if you both use a set of earplugs, that can make it interesting as well. So if like just the bottoms using them, they can't hear what the music is, so everything's going to come at random. And if both of you use it, you're creating your own music. So yeah, no, very for true, earplugs. very true. <laughs> the uh, the next one on my list is electricity. Um, <laughs> that's its own episode. We'll that's do, it, its we'll own do it, our episode. own episode on electricity. Because there's various forms of that. There's some I like, some I don't like. So that'll be that'll be awesome. I will and, write that down. And then, good. I, I would love to do an episode on electricity. We know some great people who are very skilled at electricity. Mm -hmm. And then the next one uh, on my list, we know nothing about, or at least I know nothing about. Not sure what your kink life was before me. Oh, enemas. Oh no. <laughs> It's absolutely a hot for some people. Absolutely. And I seem to recall, I don't recall, was it the story of O or was it Marketplace where the uh, person, or was it just some lesbian porn that I saw where the person had to uh, insert a enema and had to hold it until commanded to release it? I, I think I actually, I don't know where we saw that at, but I actually thought that was going to be hot when we first got together. So to do something like that, that actually, the idea of it, and it's more about the power exchange, really turned me on. You know, it's like you, you do one, you hold it, and then there's a timer or something like that, right. that, that you have to go as long as the timer before you're allowed to release or until your command or something like that. And I really thought that was hot. And the more I thought about it, 
And the more I thought about all the logistics, mm-hmm. and the more I thought about everything else, it didn't do it for me. <laughs> so, I, add that to the list of things to talk to people about because okay. I don't quite. I don't. This one to me, that's like uh, tickling. Right. Don't get it. Right. Not sure what the the thing is, and maybe if I experienced it, I would understand it. Maybe, but but like I said, you know, to me it was more about the the power exchange. So I was able to instead of us jumping right into it, <laughs> you know, I was able to break that down and go, maybe it's not the enema. It's the it's the other part of it right. that turns me on. And there's other things that we can do that are less messy. Well, and that's you know. Um, <laughs> That's the difference, you know, there's a difference between cocksucking and face-fucking. Mm-hmm. You know, face-fucking includes that level of dominance. Yes. Cocksucking can as well. Mm-hmm. Did you know I, uh, I had a conversation recently over the past weekend at T's about getting my cock sucked? Yeah? Yeah. Well, I didn't... Yep. <laughs> You're like blushing almost. It's like, oh wait, how much am I allowed to talk about? Yeah, I didn't get much dis- much discussion out of that in the dungeon. I just got face fucked. <laughs> Did you get face fucked in the dungeon? By you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you had another conversation. Yes, I was not trying to <laughs> veer it away from that. I just had a memory I wanted to share. <laughs> so uh, we do want to mention the. Um, that we did just as I said, we just came back from Tees, had a mm-hmm. fantastic time, mm-hmm. wonderful time in Canada, fourth trip up there, and we're actually thinking about de- uh, vacationing in Canada we this are. year. But we're thinking our vacation times in December, and maybe the Great White North is not the place to go in December. Don't know. Well, we've got a lot of Canadian listeners, so if you guys know of anything that we could do up there. So, up in the Great White North during December, (laughs) as a vacation, let us know. Because I know someone was talking about, like, the ice sculptures. Mm -hmm. That would be really neat. So, anything like that, let us us know. Because we are thinking about it. And we were invited back to next year's teats. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Yes, fantastic. Love that. Already looking forward to it, which Uh is really great. When you've been to as many events as we have, if you're looking forward to an event that's 11 months out, you know you've come across something special. Exactly, exactly. And, and if we went up to the Great White North, I could wear my birthday toque from Gunlud. Yes, Gunlud. yes. So, fabulous time with her. I have no and idea how to spend toque. And I'm referring to the uh, hats. Yes. The Canadian hat with, uh, like that a, we, Americans, are popularized by the um, Great White North uh, skit on Saturday Night Live. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. And a toque. And the Duke. So, and we had a great time with them. Now, with Tease, we got to start it out with the DSR, the Dom Sub Retreat. Mm-hmm. So, Wednesday, almost all day Wednesday, was you and I leading the DSR, where we split up the dominant and the submissives. That was a really awesome time. We haven't really done that before. Usually, when we do our Living MS Intensive, everybody's together. Or when we do the MS Chats, everybody's together. And I really love that and how that turns out. But separating them was really neat, too, because I got to hear things from the submissives that they may not have brought up in front of their dominant to that level. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like anybody's keeping secrets and it would have been brought up. But we got to dig a little deeper into the emotional stuff. And that, that was really neat. And I would say that the true was for the, uh, the capital letter side of the slash um, aspect of the retreat as well. And it, it, you're right. It's very interesting to have people on who have one particular focus in power exchange to be sharing with each other directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you're free not only to give advice amongst peers, but also uh, be a little more vulnerable, maybe. Exactly. But you know what's really neat? <clears throat> Is that I was looking at the shout-out parties, <clears throat> and I was looking at a couple of things on FET. You know, how you go out there after an event and say, you know, I had a great time, had a great time. Mm-hmm. But I also saw that Lady Darkside had just announced that Snuggle Bear is changing his name to Slave Tom. And I have a feeling this is a direct result of the DSR, that they have gone more from the the play aspect, let's try to figure this out, to their seats of power, which is dominant and submissive, so 24-7. So I'm kind of curious as to how that turns out. That's going to be awesome. I like results like that. Let's knock another thing off the fetish list, and then we have a question of the day, and we have a ton more of T's shout-outs and interesting bits about that to go. Awesome. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Next on my list, no shit, is genital sex. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's a fetish for me as much as it is a lifestyle. 
Um, yeah, I like the genital sex. And what it else turns you got? Me yes. Yeah. All right. Um, given away. Go ahead. <laughs> this used to be a really hot one for me, and I, I can't say that it's not now either. But again, it's that power exchange. When you give me away, I used to think about um, you sending me over to J&M's and how like, I would get to the door. I mean, you and Jay would talk about it. And um, oh, I just heard that, that Jay passed away, by the way. So remember J&M? Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, but um, anyway, I used to have, have these naughty thoughts that you would take me to J&M's house, and even if it was just to clean their floor, I would be at the front door and stripped naked as soon as I got in and put on my hands and knees and collared and leashed and told to scrub the, the floor, and if I was a good girl, I'd get a spanking. And, you know, I used to love that. And, mm-hmm. and, and we followed through with some of that stuff before. We just told some stories over the weekend in our... In our uh, what was it, sex and DS mm-hmm. sort of workshop yep, yep, about yep. how you took me to, see, I can't say. D2. We'll call D2. him D2. I had someone else that I called D2 for oh, a while, yeah. so we have to make sure it's not the same person. Gundan. But, call him Gundan. Gundan. Okay. So, but uh, you've done that before. You found somebody and checked him out and then dropped me off at his house. It's pretty fucking hot. So the trick is, is to check him out first. <laughs> but it was hot. I don't, so I, I. After the fact, I dig it. Uh-huh. I like hearing about it afterwards. So, right. yeah, I would say that's a fetish of mine. And I could still see doing it. Um, you are so damned powerful now. And I don't mean that in a non... I mean, obviously, you're still a slave. Mm-hmm. But as a human, you're so powerful now. I don't know that how much you would dig or how much that would accomplish to give away, give you away to someone. It's still hot. Yeah. Good. <laughs> And people who thought I was lying earlier about the squeaky toy. <laughs> she has there found it, it. So, but no, that's still very hot to me. That's still power exchange. That's still, <clears throat> you know, even though I'm, I'm a strong person, you know, all of that still, mm, mm, that's all I got to say. Mm, you know, that, gives that, me that, away. Gives me away. <laughs> you heard it here first, podcast listeners. Uh, we did have somebody play the, I heard Dawn will play with me if I mentioned it on the podcast. They did. Are you thinking the same one I'm thinking? I'm thinking the one I'm thinking of never actually turned that in, did they? Which one was it, T or D? Um, well, I don't want to dark, I don't want to dark angel <laughs> anyone. Oops, I'm sorry. I don't mean to out anyone, but uh, I seem to recall that uh, dark. I'll just... Dark Angel, I remember he played the card. He played the card, but then they did that um, BDSM tapas sort of thing where you go in and you experience um, the sexploratorium or something like that. And um, him and I got to play that way. So he did the single tail on me, and I think that was considered turned in. I will. Okay, cool. So I think it was. You're like, you were. So here's the interesting thing you have a new badge. I have a new badge? Yes. I do. I do. This Do is I? you have the uh, <laughs> I, bottoming to every fucking podcaster badge <laughs> because not only did you po- oh, oh that reminds me I got to tell you something about Crazy Heart but um, oh am I allowed to mention that that yes, you and Crazy yes. Heart oh, already, already, oh, okay. after the scene I went up to him all spacey and I went as one podcaster to another am I allowed to mention this or <laughs> have to delete it later because <laughs> uh, not only so you played with Dark. Angel mm-hmm. from the Dark Side podcast. Nice, nice. And then tale. Crazy Heart mm-hmm. asked you to play. Mm-hmm. And you played with him and someone else who I don't know where I'll say. Uh, at, from the uh, People of Kink podcast. Right. Um, so, uh, and then, of course, you played with me from the Erotic Awakening podcast. Right, right. Side notes for those listeners uh, if you are a fan of uh, People of Kink, they will be back on the air shortly. They had some problems with their. Um, uh, their domain host or something, their podcast host. Uh, the problem was the damn podcast is too popular. They uh, downloaded so much that the uh, the host stopped letting people download the popular issues. So Crazy what? Hearts in the middle of moving to another. What host. a problem to have! No kidding. So, but that was that is that is awesome. And you know what? But Crazy Heart didn't play the. If you've heard Dawn on the podcast, play the card, and she has to play with you. Mm-hmm. He played the orange hanky. Ah. 
So I was wearing an orange bracelet that was made for me that's supposed to be the same thing as an orange hanky, which is um, anytime, anywhere, anything, not necessarily with anyone, because there's still negotiation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, he played that, and uh, Canadians are not scared of the orange hanky. (laughs) (laughs) They they are not. Um, A really interesting thing, we had a conversation with little Heather about the orange hanky, and Mm -hmm. her interpretation of the orange hanky worn on the right is different than mine. Mm -hmm. So if you are a a leatherman, uh, or leather folk, I should say, who is old school hanky, Mm-hmm. Orange hanky on the right. Write us and tell us what that means. Ooh, awesome, 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 awesome. Look at this, though. Look at this. I still has Mark from Crazy Heart Scene. Uh, that's not bad. That's four days later. Yeah, yeah, and I don't usually mark. So, for yay. those who were <laughs> watch, uh, listening at home, <laughs> since we don't have a video version that Dawn, that's the noise of Dawn wiggling her tit at me. I'm not sure if you were playing with it. Marks, marks. So this is very interesting because this leads into our next um, fetish on my list, at least, is examinations. Mm. I like to be examined. But I don't know that we we do that. I guess we do it in a small way here and there. Mm-hmm. But uh, hearing that as a as the center of a scene is pretty interesting. Yeah. To me. Well, I. It, uh, I've got a couple of different pictures in my head. So, like, if I've played with somebody else, mm-hmm. I love it when you have me stand in front of you mm-hmm. and you just totally inspect my body to mm-hmm. see what marks there are, to see, you know, just, just everything. I love that. From it's a, like, But is it a fetish? It's not a fetish. Again, I, I, I'm really into that power exchange thing this morning. It's about you owning my body mm-hmm. and you looking to see how your property was used and taken care of. So it's more about that. But I used to have the fantasies of being in the Gorian position mm-hmm. for inspection, mm-hmm. you know, and the scene be around that. And that's hot as well. Right. <laughs> so, but I don't know how you would turn it into a whole scene. And what do you, th- what do you see? The first thing when I read this, is I think of more the alien uh, autopsy examination. No. <laughs> oh, come on, tentacle chick. You know, at first you were saying alien, and I was like, oh, hot, hot autopsy. No, no. <laughs> uh, you know, I could see if anybody um, is going to the cope and wants to try an exhibition or an examination scene, let me know. I will come up with something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, but it would have to be somebody who really, oh boy, I would dig that. I could, I could see feeding into it if it was, if it was a shared fetish or somebody mm-hmm. else's fetish. I could see digging into it. Mm-hmm. I don't think standalone for me it works too well. I don't know. Yeah, give it some thought. Yeah, uh, you know, my dick's twitching a little bit. Yeah, as a role play thing, God, I get into almost everything. I just don't see it as a fetish. <laughs> okay, that's so, all right. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna beat you to it because I'm going to say. <laughs> Really? (laughs) (laughs) Then we have that shit written down here somewhere. Yes, sir. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to be... Oh, fuck me. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Smitten Kitten. Smitten Kitten is your online resource and personal guide to all things sex-related. They offer over 3,000 unique products and have served the sex products community for over 10 years. From everything to everything... (laughs) That we talk about on the podcast, you can find it at smittenkittenonline.com. Note, no guarantees you'll find every fucking thing. They have thousands of products, but I'm sure that you kinky fuckers will say, do they have this? And they'll say, no. So, well, but thinking of products, remember that link that someone sent me of the glass tentacle dildo? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was funny. I actually saw one of those at Tease from one of the vendors, decided not to get it, but um, was totally enthralled with it. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't get it. Hey, look at that little chicken running around there. What's it saying? <laughs> cheap, cheap. Hey, oh. <laughs> yeah, that was lame. It was awesome. It was little, though. I think that's what was the reason that I ended up not getting it, was just that it was little. But I probably should have. Now I'm going to regret it. <laughs> what? That's funny. If you, if you step back and think about what you're saying. Yeah. 
uh, I was gonna buy this new dildo, but it was it was little. It was little. <laughs> Not only it says little dildos. It was a tentacle, that's, but it was little. I, that's kind of funny. <laughs> Speaking of tentacles, uh, somebody named Meth wrote in, and I, I chopped off the name halfway through. I just gave him a seam name because I don't know if he wants us to use his name. Oh. So I'm calling his new seam name is Meth. So meth, which leads to another funny story, actually. <laughs> Speaking of math teachers. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, math wrote in and asked if you'd ever watched Prometheus, uh, but you have not. Then you mm-hmm. recommend you make a point to do so. It's, apparently it's full of tentacle love. Okay. But I thought it was a prequel to the movie Alien. I thought so, too. It's so, not? It is, it? I think. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. It's certainly by uh, the Scott guy who did Alien, so... We've added that to the watching list. Um, I don't know if math is thinking. Uh, well, you know, maybe there's some wonderful tentacles in there. And also tentacle news. You got some tentacle news from Firewater and Maximus. Yes, I did. Well, actually, there was two different things. Well, you know what's really cool is that I forgot. I saw that you wrote Firewater back last night while I was sitting at the Monkey Puzzle Club. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, why'd you write them back? Didn't I write them? No, I didn't write them back to say thank you. Because I was telling everybody, showing on my computer, going, isn't this fucking cool? I get random podcast listeners sending me pictures. And I was showing everybody the picture. And it was just neat. It was, uh, they had gone into a bar or something and had seen a painted picture on the wall. And it was of a woman with an octopus on her head. And usually the real octopuses don't turn me on like that. But um, I like the anime and stuff better. But it was a real octopus on her head and it was a painting. And the tentacle came around and the tip of it was on her lip. It was fucking hot. <laughs> and uh, the funny thing is we should we should have called this the tentacle news episode because you've also got the tentacle SCA helm from Clan Connor. And I have not showed you the video of the dancing squid to the thriller music from Treasy yet. No, I we're haven't watch seen that. that. We're going to watch that immediately after the podcast. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm waiting until we're sitting still. And, of course, when we're in the Canada, we can't watch the YouTube as we don't have the right. internets. Right. So, well, we got another link, too, from Snaga. I think I pronounced that right. Sent the link to the Blue Octopus Vibrator. Oh, look that at that. That is awesome. <laughs> um, but just to keep things balanced, it was my birthday. Uh, it last was. Thursday. It was. And Shame Wow uh, sent us, or sent me, <laughs> a wonderful velvet, red velvet cupcake uh, storyboard of yes. birthday booby food. Uh, all the way up to the scary Mr. T's face shoved into the camera with cupcake <laughs> all over his all over it. And it, it really, it's not that his face is scary, it's just that that particular, when you say, oh, booby, oh, booby, oh, booby, hey! <laughs> Gucci. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? And I tell you, Mr. T, it's a little embarrassing for both of us what I was doing with my right hand when I saw your picture. <laughs> we'll talk about it later, though, sweetie. <laughs> but you know what else was fun was that it was your birthday at T, so I hung a sign up on the camper that said it's Dan's <laughs> birthday. What did it say? Hugs, not spanks. Yes, and I think it was, and I can't recall. It might have been Birdman. I'm not sure who was going to... Uh, who wanted to sneak over there and and scratch out the hugs? Not oh no, I know part. who it was. I know who it was, but I don't remember his name. So yeah, I'm sorry. I know. Luckily, the sign had fallen down at that point anyway. Yes. Did uh, you send Birdman that link? Birdman. <laughs> He's never heard of it before. Oh, I would God. never have heard of it had it not been for the fantastic space, space ghost. ghost. Awesome, awesome. You know what? Oh, you were taking a breath like you were getting ready to say something. Uh, you thought I was going to step on your thing. <laughs> no, new subscribers. Oh. So we have some new subscribers. And, to um, the Erotic Awakening newsletter. newsletter. Where we yes. just gave away some CDs. We did. We did. So you had to be a subscriber to the newsletter to get the CDs. And it was Fritz. Fritz. <laughs> By the way, we were. I'll have to admit, Fritz, when I saw that your name was Fritz, I was like, fuck, we should have made them pay for their own shipping. <laughs> Because we're going to have to send these things to Germany or something. But no, he was no. a local guy. So, he, yeah, he's a couple of states over. That's local. Isn't that cool? Yes. <laughs> so Fritz won. And the thing was is that on the podcast, we said you had to look at, in the newsletter to see what color Ginger's collar was. And then I sent the newsletter out that day, and we had 
what gin, what color Ginger's collar was. Yes. And he was the first one to write back. And black got, with rhinestones for those yes, that are not on the newsletter. Black with rhinestones for the moment. She's growing so big, she needs a new one. But, um. Yeah, got, you start with that one. Uh, what? The first name. The first name? Oh, I wasn't up there yet. I was going to say that Fritz won a stack of CDs. So anyway, okay, so, oh, I got the first name. I actually know what that is. Sasquatch. How's that how you spell it? Sasquatch. (laughs) So Sasquatch from County Durham in the UK. Jennifer from Florida. Treasy from Britain. Chris from Georgia. Ashley from Illinois. Fentros <laughs> from Michigan. <laughs> Fedora from Ottawa. And Susan from Toronto have all joined the Erotic Awakening newsletter. If you've ever said, you know, I like listening to these fuckers on the air, but where are they going to be in person? The newsletter would be one way to find out, as well as all the other shit that we do. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, Tease, we sold out all of our books, both no copies, and almost sold out the uh, Kingstarter cards. Sorry about that for those that were looking for books. On the other hand, wow. Wow. We saw all our fucking books. That feels I just good. placed good. an order last night, so we'll have new books coming in. But um, I, I have a question. I'm a little confused. So the new subscribers, I end up putting down where they're from according to what they have. Yes. Right? So this is the, they answer the question of where they're from. So I've got some people that say the U.K., some people that say Britain, I don't think I've ever seen anybody say England. It's either Britain or the UK. Oh. And I'm kind of curious as to what the difference is. So if somebody from the UK or Britain can write us and tell me and kind of fluff up my geography, so I know what it is. We, awesome. we have plenty of listeners from that part of the world. Uh, one of them should write us and let us know what the dealio is, I guess. Absolutely. And I think there's some kind of weirdness about, hey, why don't we just go over there? Okay. Well, we can't. We're busy. <clears throat> we are? We, we're uh, uh, apparently, for our Australian listeners, uh-huh. if you are an Australian listener, uh, apparently there's a secret cult. There is. Of, of uh, podcast fans. We finally are, got informed yes. about it. <laughs> I'm a few months into the planning, they're <laughs> saying, hey, we're thinking about bringing you guys out there, but don't tell anyone yet. Oh, wait. Too late. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're starved for content. It's op- episode 265. We're talking everything we come across. Awesome. Well, I've got Look another... at this mole I found on my dick. <laughs> no. Just kidding. Oh, ridges. <laughs> <laughs> That's not anything. on my fetish list. No, and it's kind of funny because the next one on my fetish list is golden showers. Uh, I won't say we haven't done that. We have done that. But is it a... you are marking your territory. Is it a Fetish. Again, no, I would not classify that as a fetish. It's not, it's something we do on occasion, mm-hmm. but it's nothing that we go out of our way to do. Right. I view it more as a, again, we'll go back to your, as a, as a visible sign of power exchange, mm-hmm. marking your territory sort of thing. Yeah. Um, not like the chick at Dark Odyssey Summer Camp from what, back 2004, 2005, that stayed up through the night. And carried the bucket of pee. Remember her? She was like a, she was a, a a little woman with long black hair, and I kind of remember this. And she had this bucket, and she would go around and ask people to pee in the bucket because when the bucket got full, she was going to dump it on herself. You're clueless. You're not remembering <laughs> this at all. I remember uh, I am, this. I'm staying focused on the your kinks okay, <laughs> my kinks okay. If that's turning you on, that's cool with me. But it's. I don't know. I, I don't know. But there are a lot of people that are into it. It is a fetish for them. I mean, the first house party that we went to actually had a cast iron tub set up in the basement at a tilt over a drain. And it was specifically <laughs> for yeah. the people into golden showers. Sure, sure. And, yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Not my thing. Okay, so let me say. do another one. All right. Group play. Um, it's a little vague. Group is more than two people, is how I'm putting it, because we just did a little bit of group. I did two scenes of group play, if you counted as more than two people, well, over the weekend. Good for you. <laughs> um, but do I consider that a fetish? Fetish. Ah, you know what? I do. I think people go out of their way to go to like swim clubs and stuff. What about you? Oh, about me? No. I like it. I enjoy it. But I'm perfectly happy with one-on-one. Hell, I'm perfectly happy by myself. (laughs) With a tentacle. 
Is that truly by yourself? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lean the same way. I, I see group play as um, the same way I see a flogger. It's not a fetish per se. It's good when it happens, but I don't seek it out specifically. Oh, you know what I dig tonight is to have three people at the same time doing X. Right. Uh, It's a type of scene, but no, I would not make my fetish list. I will mention, though, from a flogging perspective, Mm -hmm. uh, we, I worked at the, um, actually, we worked the Sexploratorium, Exploratorium at Tees, and I had the flogging station for an hour. I've never worked one of those stations before where Mm -hmm. I've had a constant line of people. Mm -hmm. Flogging for an hour straight, yeah, it made my arm fucking tired, to be honest. I'll be honest with you. Well, you let me warm them up, so that was interesting. That was interesting. And there there were a couple of people that, eh, they were really new, trying out the flogging, and I think they kind of figured out, eh, I can take it or leave it. And then there were a couple that just... Yes. (laughs) It really got into it. Yay! And really, that's not our style. The pickup play is not really our thing, the instant... So when we did make neat little connections with people just in that explore, exploratorium, mm-hmm. which really, uh, uh, what it is, is simple as these little stations are set up. There's a station for flogging, station for uh, knife play, station for this, station for that. And you just, hey, I've never tried that. Can I try it? And you bottom to that kind of play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in just this quick little five-minute or ten-minute mini scene. Mm-hmm. So um, that was nice. Yeah. Ten minutes a single tail. That was awesome. <laughs> so by someone that knew what they were doing. So that's what makes it kind of cool too. I, I do want to point out from earlier. I said you were a little podcast whore, but you didn't play with um, not nice. Next time. Ah, there you go. <laughs> and also people from the and I think it's called the Orange Monkey Cast. They were our neighbors, and oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. actually wanted to talk to them and never got around to it, but. Uh, I don't know if they're still doing the uh, Drunken Orange Monkey podcast. I don't know. I don't know, but that would be neat. So we did Apparently, I, they're not doing it too much because uh, we, we did actually a panel interview mm-hmm. with all of the podcasters sitting up there chatting and what's the most important thing. And I said consistency. And somebody pointed at the Orange Monkey <laughs> podcast guy and saying, you, talking you. about you. <laughs> so maybe that means they're not doing it right now. We should mention the people that we didn't meet at Tease. All right, so shout out to Prey. Homemade bacon is awesome. I don't know if the homemade bacon is yours or smashy, but either way, you're awesome. Awesome. Kara. Was Kara the tall one? Yes, Kara was the, uh, was, uh, what, was simply, did we get permission to say Kara's name? I don't know. I think it's kind of generic enough that. Okay, good. (laughs) Yes, we did. Okay, I have a note that we did. Good. Awesome, awesome. Smashy. Uh, and then Dutch Clutch and Mars Explorer. Nice. Crazy Heart and Ruby. And thank you for the candy, guys. They went into town and they said, you need anything? And I said, how about a Canadian candy bar? And they brought <laughs> back all this awesome Canadian candy. Some of it uh, not as awesome as some of the others, but some of it's really good. It's really neat. The diff- the, it, and I kept running through this bit from Pulp Fiction. Uh-huh. You know, when John Travolta comes back from Amsterdam and he, he's talking oh, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the little things that are, it's the little things that get you. Absolutely. I kept running that through my head, mm-hmm. uh, eating these weird Canadian candies. I had to be really careful with the Canadian candy because I would look at the allergens and it would list some of the obvious ones, but it doesn't list wheat. And then I'd have to go back through the ingredients and look for the wheat. So mm-hmm. that was a little odd. But uh, I did find some really nice candy bars. Uh, that you so, could eat. And those chewy. Oh, we could go on. Yes. The candy. And cast. it's the little things. It's the windmills and the solar panels and the. Yeah. Oh, it was nice. Uh, we also saw, of course, Dark Angel and uh, Rabbit. Mm hmm. And I actually nice. got to know Rabbit a little bit. I spent a little bit of time with Rabbit up by the pool and stuff. And that was really nice. Nice. My vision of Rabbit was zoom in the golf cart. <laughs> zoom in the golf cart. <laughs> Uh, Feudal Night and Gunload, and thank you very much for not only the birthday took, but also a nice dinner that we had with oh, them one did. night. Oh, they did. They cooked a steak and corn on the cob dinner that they invited oh, us to. Oh, we have an interview with Feudal, Feudal, Lloyd, Feudal, Feudal Night that I've mm-hmm. got recorded somewhere. Absolutely. That'll be interesting. And then Rhea. 
She got you. Oh, that's cute. Wasn't that so cute? So Rhea, we we know Rhea. We've we've come across her before, and um, (laughs) (laughs) let me add in the lettuce. Come across her before. (laughs) Exactly, and she went around. She got you a little Canadian book. It's got a little Canadian sweatshirt on it, and went around camp and got people's (laughs) autographs. So, and I've got it in my hands here, and I see X's and O's and Happy Birthday. uh, Cassidy and Prey and Rabbit and Dark Angel and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, oh, Lady, per- oh, Lady Pearl and uh, Naked Dave were there, yeah. who we know from other stuff. Anyway, and I see this one that says, uh, "Master Dan, to the love of my life, love." And I'm like, "Whoa, who the fuck said that?" <laughs> oh, that was you. That was me. <laughs> I thought I had a secret admirer. <laughs> and I tell you what. My, one of my favorite scene names in the entire world, uh-huh. it's, even though they're, they're, I don't know that they're a podcast listener, so they don't win the favorite podcast listener name, scene name. Right. Mark fucking Hamill. Oh, my God. Yes. What a great scene name for that guy. And we're only, that's as far as I'm going to go with that. You won't get it unless you meet Mark fucking Hamill. Yes. And cute butt. I don't know that Mark Hamill has a cute butt, but Mark fucking Hamill has a cute butt. <laughs> Um, all these other nice little things. So very neat that they did that. Uh, and the Pop Rocks. And uh, the, the person that did all this for us said, you know what those Pop Rocks are for, don't, aren't, don't you? And I was like, yeah. No. You don't know what the, <laughs> Oh, the, I for do. The, the, I for do. The I didn't thing. know if you did. Yeah. Yeah, for the blowjob thing. I actually was going to give it to the dog. Anyway. <gasps> I'll wait to your home. That's we'll horrible. give it to her at the same time. Uh, right now, yeah, we picked up all the new podcast listeners who actually like the dog more than they like us, and now they're going to drop off listening. Uh, and also, we saw Alpha, Ge- Alpha Geek and Little Heather from the POTQ. Yes. Oh, that was actually very interesting, because both of them are from the um, the Path of the Kadishti training that we do. That um, They actually took it with the Canadian version that two of our students Put together, so that was neat to just sit around and talk to them about energy and kadishti work and all that type of stuff. So it's really, really humbling and neat and all that good yummy mm-hmm. stuff. As I mentioned on our uh, next episode, you're going to hear a question of the day: How to keep your toys clean? You might have thought I said we're going to do it on this episode, <laughs> but no, no, that's for next episode. So Don, move that to next episode. Yes, sir. Uh, well, and- we, we want to hear things. We've heard. Um, a couple of things from a few uh, FetLife people that saw the question on our FetLife group. Yep. But uh, we want to hear about some more options. So, so how what, to keep your toys clean. What are you doing clean. with your toys? How do you keep your toys? Not you. I'm saying podcast listeners. Oh, okay. What are you doing with your toys? How do you keep them clean? After you've taken your glass dildo and fucked somebody in the ass with it, do you just stick it in the dishwasher? Not with the coffee cups, please. <laughs> what do you do? <clears throat> what do you do? So, <clears throat> awesome. awesome. We did get awesome. Uh, a little bit of voicemail. The old voicemail thing starting to come about. We do have the... Oh, and we're supposed to say this at some point. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Shuffle, shuffle. Uh, shuffle, shuffles. I'm getting my notes. So, um, Or on Facebook at Erotic Awakening, one word. And uh, we have the voicemail now you can just call 614-414-2072 and leave us a voicemail uh if you do so let us know if we can play it on air that would be in the united states international code one huh i think i think (laughs) (laughs) be sending them somewhere else with the national international code so but you know what i really like listening to the voicemail but what is um more interesting i don't know about more interesting but just interesting on its own is when we get the translation of the voicemail in our email (laughs) because the voicemail tries to translate it into text so the part that it's positive about is in one color and the part that it's kind of questionable about is in another color so you get this multicolored email that makes no sense and it's like oh i can't wait to listen to the email to see what it really says and but we did find out that the uh, one that we got is from Ravenheart, who we spoke about back on episode 262 <laughs> uh Ravenheart is a female not a male that was a poor assumption on my part uh and um we hope to see her soon as well as she is only uh, in North Carolina, North Carolina, which is not far away. And by the way, mm-hmm. Ravenheart, if you would like to invite us down to come spend some time with you during football season. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. I could go see my Carolina Panthers. Ooh, 
I like that idea. Invite us down, pretty please. <laughs> she, I'm sure that Ravenheart was like, oh, they want to come over and have the sex or something. No, they just want to crash her. Football, oh. football. If the team wins, it'll be great sex. If the team loses, it'll be great sex. It'll be great Hey-o. sex. <laughs> Uh, so you mentioned we walked around the windmills. For those, uh, again, uh, not to make this the tease episode, but I do have to mention that uh, at tease, people got to meet, some people got to meet Master Hank, his one and only appearance. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it'll be his only appearance. I kind of like Master Hank. That's uh, uh, Master Dan's alter ego. <laughs> one of them, apparently. One of not them. one that wears the dress, by the way. No, 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 no. That's Susie Q. So, Are you going to do the plug for AIS, by the way? Oh, I will. I will, because that's the Saturday. I know. We're, and we've we're got people there. writing us wanting to know if we're going to this on Saturday. And um, long-time listeners, we have three long-time listeners asking us if we're going. And Including the bat. Including the bat? Aw. Well, we've got, um, 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 oh, shoot, Bunny, Bad Bunny. No, oh, are they coming? Yes. Oh, wonderful. So they're coming, and I'm um, wanting to know if we're going. And then, oh, her name used to be Clitty Cat. Oh, Is it right, She-Cat, She-Cat now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. Uh, the Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh area. And then uh, Bad Bunny's from the Indianapolis area, so they're wanting to know if we're going. So let Great. me tell you guys about what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. AIS Rough Body Play Intensive this Saturday, July 20th, 2013. The Rough Body Play Intensive is only $30 and the Champagne Room Party is only $20, both for $45. All Rough Body Play Workshop, Princeton Club. Second floor, VIP room, Columbus, Ohio. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I know we Find can't out make more at adventuresandsexuality.org. Sorry, ran over to the other yes. page. But uh, I know we're not going to the intensive Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Right. But that's only because we have a, a a granddaughter's birthday. Yes, we are that old, and but she's that little, <laughs> and she's so cute. So. And we'll have to bring the puppy, so it'll just be a room full of cuteness. We are actually doing a good job of getting through the podcast. Uh, we should slap out another uh, couple mm-hmm. of these fetishes, as I have a few more mm-hmm. uh, things to talk about as well. So here's a fetish, which I'm just going to say we can do very quickly. Eye contact restrictions as a fetish. As a fetish. Eye contact restrictions. Yeah, I don't know that I would consider that a nope. fetish nope. at all. We talked about blindfolds in a previous episode. That's different. Right. No, not a fetish. And for you me. know what? I um I actually try to make sure when I'm playing with somebody new because I have a habit of closing my eyes when I play because it's just so intense, you know. And if you're in a dungeon and your eyes are, if my eyes are open, sometimes I can get distracted and I don't want to be distracted. Though it is kind of cool to. S- to see what other people are doing as mm-hmm. well. So, but when I play with somebody new, I actually make sure to make eye contact with them so that they know everything's okay. And I like to make eye contact with you just because you have sexy eyes. <laughs> so I like it when it's restricted sometimes, but yeah, not a fetish. And then uh, one to just add to your list of things we need to do shows on, mm-hmm. face slapping. Oh. Very powerful, but we'll Very do a show powerful. on that. And you, but you know, if it was a fetish, I would think, and, and I don't know, so I want to find out from people. If it was a, I absolutely love face slapping from you. I think if it was a fetish, I'd be okay with it from anybody. Put it on the list. So, yeah, so we'll see. But I absolutely love it when it's with you. I think, um, well, I tell you, we're going to have to just add this to the list as well, because these are just great things that I want to explore and do over an entire episode. Mm-hmm. Is My next one is also is fantasy rape. Rape play. Yeah. Again, we're going to do that as, as a show can, on its own. See, and I'm already coming up with people who can do, can do these. So, Good. a couple of them. Uh, um, we should come up with one we can actually talk about, though. Uh, what do you have on yours? I have hair pulling. I love the hair pulling. Good. Yeah, oh yeah, I can see that as a fetish. I'm sure. So, yeah. But again, not by anybody. If some ra- random Joe came up to me, even in a dungeon, if some random Joe came up to me and pulled my hair, they'd probably get the, what the fuck are you doing look. If I knew them, 
they get the the melty. Oh my god, this is fucking hot. Mm-hmm. But if somebody random came up and pulled my hair, because to me that is very power exchange. So somebody random doing it would probably get the the what the fuck look. Okay, you're looking at me like you. Don't I have no hair. It. Yeah, I have no hair to be pulled. Uh, any pictures that show me with hair are old. <laughs> but you have you had your hair pulled? I'm thinking by Master oh, yeah. Z. Master Z's tugged your hair. Yeah, in, but in that's just, not quite. Yeah. I, I, it's not a fetish for me at all. Right, right. Doing it. I think it was supposed to be funny. It was cute. It was cute. <laughs> um, so I've only got a few left on my list. We're going to knock them out. Okay. Flogging. For me, no, not a fetish. I enjoy it. I enjoy yeah. doing it. Uh, so here's the fetish test. Can I picture myself by myself stroking my dick thinking about flogging someone? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that it really doesn't belong on the list of fetishes per se. BDSM is a fetish. Mm-hmm. Pain is a fetish. Uh, flogging. I suppose flogging could be a fetish. Sure. Yeah. I, I can see for other people. I don't know about for me. Um, flogging is usually not my first choice of how to play unless I have not played with the person before I'd rather do spanking, hair pulling, caning, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Flogging is okay, and I absolutely love it. But yeah, I'll usually reserve that for when I know somebody's new. Abs- uh, absolutely a fetish for many people, as mm-hmm. we, we see floggers in everybody's toy bag. Exactly, exactly. How about following orders? Is that a fetish for you? Mm. Oh fuck! I think I'd have to say yes. Well, there you go. Absolutely for you. I'm, I'm yeah. surprised you even paused on that. I know, well, it's one of those. Oh, do I admit to that? <laughs> really? I don't. I don't know. You've why. admitted to it all. Episode, I know. Though. I know. But you know what? I still have a problem with admitting to it. And for those that were at the submissive, um, submissive day for the DSR, I'm not the only one that has an issue or a problem with admitting to that, especially when I can lead things to admit. That I have a fetish about taking orders mm-hmm. can can be a little tricky. And you're right, I do it all the time. I say that I have a fetish for service. Right. And it's true, but service is giving, taking orders is receiving. Master Hank knows you have a <laughs> fetish for following orders. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you know what? Yes, I do. What? You know how I know? How? Because I'm picturing it and I'm wiggling. <laughs> <laughs> that's the test right there. The wiggle test. The wiggle test. Um, and that's it for my list. We have a couple things we're going to add to the um, future shows as well. We're going to do a future show on foot worship and mm-hmm. fisting. Ooh, I can't nice. believe we haven't done fisting. Have we done fi- we've, We did fisting with Mistress Joanne about 200 oh, episodes yeah, ago. I think so. So what was it? It was uh, fisting and the foot worship. Foot worship is a pretty big deal, actually, for some actually, people. Actually, yeah, yeah. I can it remember really the very, very, very first dungeon party we ever went to, oh, seeing yeah. somebody. Um, a mistress. A, a, I see, saw someone yeah. jacking off onto someone's feet at the end of a foot worship scene. Right, right. And they had nylons on, and that's how they were, were, were uh, jacking off. I don't like that word, jacking off. <laughs> so okay. They were pleasuring somebody with their feet. So, um, and then I have hairbrushes as a fetish. Not a fetish for me. I am absolutely sure there's some in the spanking world that have You've hairbrush done fetishes. yourself with a hairbrush. Done myself? Yes. Kind After watching like The Secretary. The Secretary? Yeah, it doesn't do anything for me. And um, not to do myself. And I, we have a hairbrush in our toy bag. I mm-hmm. mean, I love it to be spanked with and things like that. I just don't consider it a fetish on its own. So... Um, harnessing. I, no? Clearly not. <laughs> okay. But, uh, I, but I got one. I got one. I was trying to get down to one that I'm kind of curious about. Okay. Homage with the tongue. Oh. And the reason I, I, I really wanted to get to that one, because I, I, that's one of those I want to look at in my head. Do I have a fetish to homage with the tongue? I'm going to look at it, because I can't say yes or no right now, as a fetish, because I used to do that to you Mm -hmm. before we even knew what that was. I can remember being in the original apartment where we created Porch Time at, Mm -hmm. and 
licking you all over before going to bed. I just loved licking your chest. Yes, we would call, I believe at the time, we called it a tongue bath. Yes. Uh, you could also call, certainly call it uh, tongue body worship. Yeah. Love it. Love to do it with you. Um, the person would have to be clean, really clean, for me to do it with anybody else. No, wait, why would they need a bath if they're already clean? No, no, no. I'll come back from jogging tomorrow. And... Now, if it's you, absolutely. Come back from jogging and I get to give you a tongue bath? Absolutely. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I don't know how we made it 50 minutes into the podcast without mentioning kangaroos. Okay. <gasps> It's been so neat having a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. So this would be the bungee and the bungee, bungee and, and girly. the girly from uh-huh. Australia. So we've been having a little conversation with them, and they're sending us pictures of like the golf courses full of kangaroos because they're from Australia, mm-hmm. and just various different things and and caning the girly. <laughs> yes, but it's funny because we made I made some comment about. Uh, when you're riding your motorcycle, do you ever worry, have to dodge kangaroos? And you sent us this really neat video of um, yeah. people on a golf course, or actually kangaroos right, all over a golf right. course. So it was kind of neat. And I actually wanted to uh, talk about Trevere and, and having a conversation with him, too, through email. But I stopped. have to... I have to fulfill my bargain that I made with him. Oh, you haven't written him yet. I have not. Oh. And it's, it's on my, I have to do that. And you will, because that's our next episode. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> yay. I, finally, I want to mention we are on Stitcher now. And we'll talk more about that next episode, if okay. you'll be so kind to move that over. Awesome. Um, boy, I tell you what, we have just eaten up the time. And I think we're about done. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my list of the letters C to F are completed. I'm still working on H, I, mm, mm, K. There's only two things in K, and they're just yummy. And L, that's a kink. And <laughs> thank you to uh, Gunlud for the term husband. And- oh, oh my God! I so wanted to steal that from her. The first time she called her ex-husband a husband. <laughs> that just so did it for me. So then it makes me feel bad for all the husbands. Yes. Because I and do have compassion for them. But <laughs> <laughs> And we had a wonderful time at the Dom's auction. Yes. For everyone else at mm. Tease that we um, uh, didn't mention during the show, we apologize. We had a fantastic time, fantastic event. If you are going to uh, make an event in Canada and you like camping, that's the one to go to. Absolutely. Um, and you have 11 months to plan at this point. So it was a blast. It was a blast. All right. Oh, by the way, and, we... and if you've made it this deep into the episode, into the podcast, and you're going to be at Tease next year, and you see us there, say, don't say, welcome back. Say, welcome home. Aw, that's sweet. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, it was hard to come back home. So how are we going to wrap this fucker up? I have no clue. We're going to wrap this up. I'm going to go ahead and hit stop, and then we are going to go watch the dancing squid from Treasy <laughs> to the thriller music. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan. <laughs>